Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of Honey and Soul. Um, this week's episode is being recorded in my new apartment that um, I just finished decorating and everything um, and it has an AC unit which I'm very excited about because this humidity is kind of driving me crazy. Um, But we'll get to that later. I have a lot of random things that I want to talk about today. But the theme is travel. And um, I have a lot to say about that too. Because I'm a very talkative person. Which is, again, why I made this. But anyways, um, (laughs) let's get started. Okay, so um, this is just going to kind of be about my favorite places to go in some of my favorite cities. Um... And just really, I guess any tips that I have for traveling um, and being in a place that's unfamiliar to you. Um, So I started traveling when I was, I want to say like 10 or 11. Um, So my family and I started traveling when my sister and I were pretty young. Um, We mostly did a couple places in Europe. And then I joined um, the Piedmont East Bay Children's Choir. And from there, um, I went to seven different countries with them. Um, the first country we went to was Mexico, which, by the way, if you ever have a chance to go to Morelia, I highly recommend it. Um, Mexico City is also beautiful. Um, I have family down there, so it, that was a really cool experience because I got to meet them for, I think, like the second time because um, we don't see them very often. Um, and then... I also went to Germany, Austria, and Slovakia. Um, I was kind of a choir nerd for a good 10 years of my life, um, and it was some of the best experiences I've ever had, and I've met some of the best people, and a lot of that was while we were traveling and in the places we went and the people that we met there. Um, Germany was a freaking cool experience. Uh, The first city... I guess town, it was pretty small, but the first town that we stayed in, um, it was me and one of my friends, and so we homestayed with this family, but the daughter was um, traveling somewhere else, it was just us and and the parents, except the wife, they were both Russian, the wife spoke very little English, and the husband kind of spoke English, but it was a lot of learning how to communicate um, without actually talking, and it was really interesting for me as, I don't know, I was... 15? I think I was 15. Um, I could be totally wrong. I really wish I could, like, fact-check myself <laughs> as I'm saying all this, but um, I think it was my sophomore year of high school, something like that. And, oh yeah, it was. <laughs> and it was amazing. Um, not being able to understand other people, but still being able to communicate with them is this kind of rare awesome interaction and part of the reason that I love traveling so much because there's this barrier but there are ways to get around it and you kind of I wouldn't say bond with those people but it's this kind of connection that I think is um priceless um so yeah that's one of my favorite memories from traveling and just something that's always kind of stuck with me is being in mining in Germany and not speaking the language Um, I speak a little Spanish, but not enough where I could comfortably have a conversation with someone. Um, And I definitely don't know German. So, yeah, super. It was definitely, yeah. Anyways. (laughs) Um, And basically with my family, um, 
we also did a lot of traveling to like Italy and London, which isn't very different from um, America just because of the language is the same, but also, I don't know, it felt very familiar to me. And I wouldn't say I really got out of my comfort zone until um, my choir and I went to Finland and Estonia. Um, and that was amazing. Estonia, we sang in their independent song festival um, in a choir of 30,000 people to an audience of 100,000. And the reason why I'm kind of rambling about places that I went is because I feel that these places that I've gone have kind of shaped me into who I am. And I think that if you have the chance to travel, it's something that you should definitely do. And originally, I was going to make this podcast about all the embarrassing um, moments I've had traveling because there are a lot. Um, When I was in Germany, I counted how many times I tripped or like fell over something. And I think it was like 30 in two weeks. So that Yeah, I also have a very vivid memory, so I'm probably going to jump in with some random tidbits that I remember. But um, I kind of just wanted to make this about any tips that I have. Um, And also, I lived in London for four months um, my freshman year of college. So I, I I know London not very well, but well enough that I could tell you where to go and where not to go. Um... If you ever are in London, I highly recommend walking around Shoreditch. It's probably my favorite neighborhood um, for the reason that you can just walk around and be looking at the art or the um, bougie sneaker stores, which I always just find really fun to like walk around and look at. Um, and you'll happen upon an art studio where someone may be presenting their um, photo series. And I just think that's so cool to walk around somewhere that you're not super familiar with because Shoreditch up until I mean I'm still not really familiar with Shoreditch because when I lived there I lived in South Kensington um and just any neighborhood any city just wandering and observing and kind of taking it all in is so breathtaking and I sound like one of those travel hippies who's like, oh my god, travel's the best thing that could ever happen to you. And I fully realized that. Um, But, you know, they're not wrong. I think that a lot of times you get really comfortable being in the same place and doing the same thing. And there's nothing wrong with routine. Um, I have a routine here in Boston that I absolutely love, and I love everything that I'm doing. But I really want to get out of my comfort zone sometimes and try things that will push me because you don't grow unless you push yourself. Um, There are definitely situations that will push you and outside forces that will do it, but I think the best way to grow is to figure out something or figure out something that you're not comfortable with and then do it. I'm not saying go skydiving because that's something that would take me out of my comfort zone and I will probably never do that. it would have to be like go skydiving with Will Smith or something and then yeah okay I'll do it like of course that'd be so cool but I mean that's never gonna happen so skydiving for me is probably never gonna happen (laughs) um wow I say um a lot anyways uh what else do I want to talk about yeah so for London one of my favorite things besides wandering is the food Um, London has always had the stereotype that the food there is really bad and I can tell you that that is not true and it's actually really freaking good 
Um, one of my favorite restaurants has mac and cheese balls. It's called Dirty Bones. They have very good cocktails. Um, I like this one cocktail called the Littlest Hobo, probably because of the name. Um, I just think it's funny. I and like the other night I was at a restaurant and the cocktail was the uh, the Smoky Bear, or Smoky the Bear, and it reminded me of. When I was a kid, um, if you're from California, with the wildfires, there's uh, Smokey the Bear in the posters and everything, and it just kind of reminded me of home, and that was pretty cool, and that has nothing to do with what I wanted to talk about. Moving on, um, lot two years ago, I went to Asia for the first time with my family and our family friends, and that really put me out of my comfort zone because I don't really like flying which is funny because I don't because I love traveling, but I don't like flying. I fly all the time. I fly from Boston to San Francisco constantly. Um, and every time there's turbulence, if the plane so much as shifts, I freak out. Uh, if you're sitting next to me, I'll probably grab your arm or like get really tense and start breathing really heavily. I just don't. I'm always scared that the one plane I'm going to be on is going to be the one that crashes, which is an irrational fear, and I fully understand that. When we traveled to Asia, um, I knew that it's going to be a really long plane ride, and initially when we were talking about going, I said no, because I didn't want to get on this plane for, I think the first flight was 17 hours. I just didn't want to do it. It didn't seem worth it to me because in my mind, I went, okay, I could go to Asia. Or I could try to go to Asia and crash in a plane and then I can't go anywhere else and, you know, my life is over. Which is just kind of, I mean, I understand where I was coming from because it's the anxiety of flying and flying is scary. Um, You are miles and miles into the air and the only thing separating you from falling through the sky is a metal canister. I don't know if I should be saying that because that may freak out other people to fly, but that's always just kind of been my reasoning um, for being scared of flying. But let me tell you, I got on that plane, watched I don't know how many movies, got there, and it was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. Um, We went to a monkey sanctuary in Ubud. Um, Yeah, Ubud, Indonesia. I guess it's in Bali. We're we're in Bali. Um and it was freaking unbelievable. I've never I've never experienced a culture that is so different from my own and I think that that's so important because we as or I guess me, not everyone who listens to this may be American, but all of us that are American are kind of really sheltered from how the rest of the world lives because America is so big and overpowering. And a lot of times we act like we are the best and that our way is the best way, but that's not necessarily true. And that can be translated into anything. Just because you do something some way doesn't mean that it's not great the other way. And I think that traveling really shows you that. Um, For example, we went on a tour of Bali and we saw people living in compounds that were basically made out of uh, wood, mud, and stone. And to me... My first thought was, how can they live like this? Because, you know, as a Westerner, this just seemed totally out of order and just uncomfortable and not something I would ever want to live in. But that's the thing, is that it's not... 
my life. It's not my place to judge because this is their way of life. This is how they um, exist in the world. And just because it's not my way of life doesn't mean that it's not good. And doesn't mean that it's not, you know, perfectly fine and a good life. And I feel like I've had to tell myself that a couple times while traveling just because we get so comfortable in our lives and we get so comfortable thinking things are supposed to be a certain way. And I think that it's really important, especially um, in the climate that we're in right now, to realize that not everything is black and white. Um, Just because you do something some way doesn't mean and someone else does it another way doesn't mean that they're wrong and you're right. Just because you believe something and someone else feels the opposite doesn't mean that you're wrong and they're right. And I just think that what we need more of in this world is more of an understanding and appreciation for other people and other cultures. And I guess just understanding that there's more to the world than what we see. Um, And that's part of, I guess that's a big reason why I love to travel is because I get to see these other cultures, or I get to see life through these other people's eyes. I guess homestaying is what I'm referring to, um, because I did a lot of that while in choir. And it was incredible. I mean, it was scary because I'd be living in a house um, that was unfamiliar to me. Now I can basically sleep anywhere. Um, The idea of this is my bed, this is the only place I can sleep doesn't really exist to me anymore, which is kind of cool, but kind of weird. And, you know, we would stay, once I stayed in a apartment with um, this really nice girl and her parents and two of my friends in Munich. And that was really cool because the family... They spoke English, and they were super nice to us, and they took us around, and um, there's a big park in Munich, and we were walking around there at like 11.30 at night, and there's no light (laughs) in the park, and I was thinking about it, I was like, you couldn't find this in the U.S. Like, they said this park is perfectly safe, and people do this all the time, and it's a super safe place to be. And in my head, I was like, if this was America, I would, you know, have my pepper spray in my hand. I don't actually have pepper spray. But if I did, I'd have it in my hand and I'd be ready to call 911 with my phone in the other. And it's just, it was super cool to me to think that, you know, they hang out in this park at 11 o'clock at night and there's no danger. I mean, well, there's always some kind of danger. You should always be alert. But it was just really interesting to me. Um... And I just think, you know, there are so many more places that I want to go. Um, Like, I've been thinking about going to Australia to study abroad, um, and I've been talking about it with a lot of people. And part of it, part of my reasoning for not going is that I love Boston, and I want to be happier here again. So, in my mind... I'm kind of like, that's why I want to leave, but that's also why I want to stay. Like, I want to leave because I'm not super happy in Boston, working in Boston, because I don't think this is what I want my life to be like. But at the same time, I don't want to leave Boston because all of my friends are here. Um, I'd be in the same country as my family. (laughs) Um, And... You know, I want to grow to love it again because there are things about this city that you can't find anywhere else and it's a beautiful place to be and 
I'm worried that I will graduate college and regret going to so many places and not spending enough time here. And my counter argument to that is, if you have the opportunity to travel, I firmly believe that you should take it. I think you should grab life by the throat. Oh, that's a little violent. Um, Grab life by the hand. There we go. And just go for it. Because, you know, we only have one life. And I was telling a good friend of mine this a couple um, weeks ago. I have this mentality that I will go for and do what I want as long as it's, you know, it won't hurt anybody else and it's a good decision. Because we only have one life. We only have this one life to go for what we want and to do what we want and to see all the places that we've grown up wanting to see. And I just think, why stay in one place for so long when you can, you know, go live in Australia for four months and when's the next time I would end up going to Australia? You know, or when's the next time I'll go backpacking through Spain, which is also on my bucket list. I just think there's so much of the world to see and there's so much to do and we are so lucky to live in a time where it's so accessible. Um, There are planes to pretty much everywhere. I have a friend that just went to Iceland and I, it looks amazing just to see that kind of nature just, you know, sitting there for you to experience and for you to partake in is just breathtaking to me um I went to a national park for the first time this summer which I think is kind of sad because I'm 20 years old and I am kind of feeling like I should have done this earlier in my life but my um best friend from home she her sister and I took a road trip to Yosemite and it was such an eye-opening experience because it made me feel so insignificant in a good way Because when I was standing there, I just kept thinking to myself, nature made this. Nature made these amazing, this amazing scenery that you just, you can't see anywhere else because it's so unique. And I have the privilege of being able to experience that. And you can kind of translate that into traveling and other cultures. You know, these people or these other groups of people have created this culture that is so unique and awesome to them. And maybe they don't see it that way. I mean, it's just their way of life. But to be able to experience cultures that are different from your own is super important. And I think even going to a different part of the U.S., I mean, the U.S. is so different. Um, to, like, the East Coast and the West Coast are super different from each other in different ways. And um, the Midwest is also, I mean, I love Chicago and I have family from Michigan and I love going to Michigan. And, you know, some people, they've never been to the Midwest. So all they hear is, you know, what people are saying on like the news and stuff about it. And I just think, you know, you have to, you have to force yourself to get out there and experience other things before you can judge them and before you can, I guess give an opinion I think that's just repeating myself but um I guess this was supposed to kind of turn into giving tips but I guess the biggest tip that I can give is 
to get out there and just, I don't care where you go, even if it's, you know, a state over or just a couple hours out of your hometown, just get out of your comfort zone in one way or another, experience the world, experience the amazingness that is this world and just, you know, live your best life however it is that you feel is best for you. Okay, um, now I'm going to take a little break and then we'll get to the next segment. So now for some just random thoughts that are going through my head. Um, so this weekend, I moved into my first real apartment. Um, I'd been living in studio apartments on campus, but now this is finally my space, my furniture. It's very strange. I feel like a mini adult. Don't really know how to feel about it. It's fine. Um, so I haven't been dealing well with the heat. The humidity is really just not my friend, not my friend to my hair, to my skin. Just a just a fat nope from me. Um, but I got a window unit and I'm so excited about it. I mean, last night it was like an okay temperature in my room and it was just, oh man, AC units. That thing, I carried it up to my third floor. I live in a um, four-story walk-up. And I carried it to my apartment on the third floor. And I woke up this morning with huge bruises on my upper arms. Um, The one on my left arm, it looks like I got in a fist fight. And I just carried a window unit up the stairs. Granted, it was really heavy. But apparently I bruised really easily because I looked like I got in a fight. And I have very sensitive skin, apart from easily bruising, because after I brought the box up here the dust from the box and the cardboard irritated my skin and I had this like weird bump thing scratch thing going on I don't even apparently I can't carry boxes without having some sort of allergic reaction to them I don't know but um so that was yesterday but moving weekend in Boston it's like it's survival of the fittest and more specifically Going into Urban Outfitters during move-in weekend is, I mean, you're taking one for the team with that one. Um, I went on Friday and I found this rug that I really liked. And I go in Saturday and, like, everything is gone, basically. The rug I wanted was gone. They only have, like, one of everything left. Um, I was running around the store grabbing things like it was the purge or something and I was about to get attacked. And my mom was like, are you alright? And I was like, no, because everyone's going to take everything and then I can't decorate my room. Which is not true because we live in 2018 and I can easily order these things online. And Amazon. I love Amazon so much. But, oh my god. (laughs) It just stressed me out. Moving is so stressful. And then on Monday, we went to the Target that is, um, so it's nearby, um, Northeastern BU, um, and Berkeley School of Music and, like, all those schools, um, and it's the one that all these schools go to, and we walk in, I kid you not, that checkout line was a good 45 minutes long, and the store was barren. It was, it was ridiculous. And, oh man, so we left and we went to the one in Dorchester and everything was fine. And that was not that stressful. And I got everything I needed. And I got a succulent and I named him Alfie. And he's in an alpaca-shaped cactus holder. Um, 
Oh, just some backstory. My first cactus was, his name was Gerald. And my friend Kara and I um, raised him in our dorm in London. And then we left him in, I think it was St. Richard, St. James Park? St. Richard's. I think it's Richard's Park. Yeah, anyways, not important. But we kind of left him by a tree there when we had to leave. And then I got two more cactuses at Northeastern. Um, One was named Eduardo. He was Day of the Dead themed. And the other one was Pesto. And Pesto now lives with my friend's mom in Maine. um, And is living a great life. And yeah, so now I have Alfie. He's very cute. Um, My room is kind of... I'm a very colorful person, but I'm trying to make it muted. Um, I have a poster of one of my favorite rappers on my wall and it's the only thing you can see from my room from the street or in my room from the street and it looks like a frat boy lives here and I just think that's really funny I don't know that's just a again this is just me talking you know word vomit um also so I started being vegan last last Sunday I think or not this past Sunday but the Sunday before that um or primarily vegan um I'm not the kind of person that when I go out to dinner, if something has cheese in it, or if it's the only thing I can eat that's vegetarian, then okay, I won't eat meat, but I'll, I'll concede to cheese. Of all the, of all the things, you know, it's not that bad, I guess. I don't know. I feel like other vegans would get mad at me for saying that. But anyways, I, yeah, I, I eat pretty much vegan and I try to be as vegan as possible. There we go. That's a good descriptor. Anyways, um, so Pavement Coffee House has the the vegan tequila bagel. I had that on Monday. Oh my god. I mean, I've had it before, but that thing is so good. Like, I mean, vegan food can be really good, and I think it there's a stigma that people are trying to break that it um can't be really good. But that bagel is so satisfying. It's um. It's got tempeh in it, uh, bean sprouts, a tofu spread. It's kind of spicy. I think, oh man, it's so good. And I had it on a whole grain everything bagel. Fun fact, I had never had an everything bagel until Bagel Friday at work last Friday. I don't know if I'm a big fan, but I am a big fan of a multi-grain everything bagel with the vegan tequila filling. Um... Yeah, I also kind of wanted to talk about um, random acts of kindness. I think one of the things I like about Boston is that sometimes someone will just randomly reach out to me on the street, or not physically reach out, but just say something really kind to me. Or a couple weeks ago, I was walking home. It was about 11 p.m. on a Saturday night. Um, I had been hanging out with a friend, and I was walking home. And it wasn't a very... Um, it was a well, it was a well-lit area. It was the, it was this reflection pool that kind of connects, um, the Prudential Center to, um, Symphony, which is the neighborhood that I was living in at the time. And I just had my headphones in, I'm walking around and, um, this security guard waves me over with his light. And (laughs) of course my first thought was, I'm in trouble. I did something. I'm done. You know, I'm I'm going to jail. I don't know what I did, but it's happening. And which is dumb. I mean, all I mean, that's not what was happening, but I overreacted and I thought that's the first thought that popped into my head. Um 
And he calls me over and he says, um, oh, I just wanted you to stand over here because these four guys are walking towards you or walking um, in the direction towards you. And I didn't want anything to happen. And I just thought that was so nice because, I mean, I, I recognize my privilege as a white woman. But I also recognize that being a woman, even in this day and age, is scary because... I mean, I get scared walking home alone at night, and it's, it was, it touched me so deeply to have this person, you know, be randomly looking out for me. I mean, he'd know me, he'd never seen me before, um, and the next day I was walking to work, and I hear so I again have my headphones in, because I always have my headphones in. I don't like to talk to people when I walk. I do that so that I don't have to. It's a pretty good, um... It's a pretty good mechanism, I gotta say. But um, I heard this person yelling at me, and I turn around, and the same security guard is running up to me, and he said, "Um, oh, were you the woman from last night? And I said, yes, thank you so much. And he said, I just wanted you to know that I'm a security guard and not some random dude that was, you know, just trying to talk to you. And I was like, no, I really appreciate what you did. That was super kind. Um, Thank you for looking out for me. And now I always say hi to him when I see him when I walk to work. And... It's just tiny things like this, you know? I mean, it doesn't have to be much. It could just be a, I hope you have a great day, or I really like your outfit. And it just, it makes someone's day, you know? And I just think that we need more of that, especially in this time, because I feel like we're all so divided, and there's just so much tension. And it kind of sucks just because, I mean, it has to happen. The world changes, things happen, and we have to keep moving forward, but... It's nice to know that there are really good people out there who are just looking out for people in their community. Um, That is pretty much all I have for you guys this week. Um, Please feel free to DM me, text me if you have my number. Um, I don't know. Page me. Nope. That's not a... No. I've always... Actually, when I was a kid, I really wanted a pager. Yeah, that would have been so cool. But anyways, um, (laughs) that's all I have today. Um, I will see you guys next week. And yeah, have a fabulous week.